Welcome back to our regular weekly podcast. We are back from a two-week break over the summer period, and I hope everybody has been busy. And uh, despite the many challenges that you've faced, that it's been a productive and thriving time for your business. So today we have guest speaker Leon Thompson, our UK Hospitality Executive Director for Scotland. Leon took over the role from Willie McLeod back in May, I think, which is just a few months ago, but it does certainly feel like it's been a lot longer, probably because of the sheer amount of things that have been going on. Welcome, Leon. Great to be here. Thanks. Why don't you start off by telling the listeners a little bit about yourself and how you ended up at UK Hospitality Scotland? Okay, I will. Thanks. Um, Yes, so... uh, I started with UK Hospitality in May this year and I joined from uh, Visit Scotland where I'd been Government and Parliamentary Affairs Manager for uh, for a number of years working for uh, tourism in Scotland, uh, basically making sure that our politicians understood the uh, not only the work of uh, Visit Scotland and the importance of that, but also to help them develop a clearer understanding of the importance of uh, of tourism to the country to the economy, to the communities around the country as well. So that was uh, my um, sort of introduction to uh, to the world of tourism, and that brought me into uh, contact with uh, with hospitality, and in particular with UK hospitality. So I actually worked quite closely with Willie McLeod, my predecessor, on a number of areas, particularly over the course of the cross-party group on tourism. And I uh, would often find myself at a number of meetings with Willie, sort of talking about uh, a lot of the same issues and challenges that uh, were facing the, uh, the sector, whether it be business rates, whether it be recruitment and uh, issues which eventually we moved into um, around COVID as well. So, uh, so that's, uh, that's, that's my background in broad terms. It's um, it's a policy uh, background. It's a communications background. Um, I have uh, skills in research as well. Uh, so I think I've, I've brought all of that uh, together uh, in this role at uh, at UK Hospitality. Yeah, and I think you were kind of thrown in at the deep end when you started. There was a lot going on, and you've really just hit the ground running with a lot of those things. Yes, and I think that that was a real sort of advantage of, of already having been quite close to the world of hospitality and uh, and the work of UK hospitality. That I was able to sort of you know pick up the pick up the reins um, well almost immediately and just start uh, joining meetings with the government, joining meetings with industry reps, getting to know. Uh, uh, members who I hadn't met before and uh, understanding the uh, the issues that the sector uh, the sector was facing. Yeah, and what have been the most recent developments in Scotland? Uh, well, the most recent uh, development really last week with the um, the move towards removal of uh, almost all restrictions, um, which uh, has felt like a long time coming, and um, certainly a number of weeks behind England, um, certainly in terms of actually loosening the loosening the restrictions. Uh, so as of Monday last week, what that means is that uh, we've got uh, more businesses open, nightclubs can reopen, we've got increased capacity in uh, hospitality venues, um, particularly pubs where people can now order at the bar, they can stand and drink. There's uh, no more physical distancing either, so that means that there can be more tables brought into uh, to venues as well. Uh, so generally it's starting to feel that we're going to we're going back to sort of uh, a normal situation but we're not quite there yet we still have uh, uh, mandatory wearing of face coverings in hospitality venues which uh, is proving a 
to be a bit of a challenge in terms of actually uh, business owners and, and workers actually being able to encourage customers to continue to do that, to wear face coverings when they're not either eating, drinking uh, or dancing. Um, so that's a challenge and to people still need to use the uh, NHS uh, check-in app as well. And it's only hospitality businesses where that's actually a, a mandatory requirement. So that's something that continued to discuss with uh, with the Scottish Government. Yeah, hospitality businesses certainly do seem to have been hit very hard on the restriction side of things. Absolutely. And uh, I think, you know, there are weekly meetings with the Scottish Government to sort of discuss the impact that uh, restrictions have had and are continuing to have on uh, on hospitality businesses. Uh, but uh, undoubtedly, you know, hospitality has been uh, uh, severely hit more so than than any other sector that uh, that I can think of. And how is UK hospitality working to help get the industry back on track? So at the moment, continuing to work with the Scottish Government to uh, make sure that they sort of understand the impact of those remaining restrictions and you know what that actually means for, for businesses in terms of the challenges that they're continuing to face. The Scottish Government has been, uh, you know, very good throughout the pandemic in providing financial assistance and support for uh, for hospitality businesses. But uh, now um, it's about making the case for uh, an ongoing uh, framework of support for uh, for businesses. We've got a lot of businesses that uh, are facing um, unmanageable short term debt. And uh, that's something that we're discussing with the government at the moment to see how we might actually uh, get some support from the government to uh, to help with things like uh, HMRC invoices and so on so that we can actually sort of lift some of those sort of finance those immediate financial pressures from businesses because we're talking about viable businesses but the challenge is that uh, with the short-term debt it might actually cause uh, a number of them to uh, to have to close if they can't pay suppliers they can't pay staff because they're being hit with um, repayment demands by um, you know by the by the tax man, by you know, by banks where they've taken out sort of short-term loans, and there's also sort of some issues around rent and things as well. So, so these are the areas that we're talking to the Scottish government about at the moment to see if we can get uh, some ongoing support. So it won't be financial support, but if there's some way in which we can uh, get this short-term debt transferred into longer-term debt, then that actually will help businesses come through because it, you know, we're now at that sort of you know final stage businesses have done so well to sort of been able to survive and to continue and we can't really have them fall at the last hurdle. No exactly that would be such a shame to have gone through what is a very stressful time to then at yeah like you said at the very last hurdle not quite make it that would just be be like everything has been for nothing all the support that the government has given so far it just wouldn't make sense would it though. We've got we've got so many great businesses here in Scotland as well that and there's, you know, they're so important, so important for communities, so important for the the tourism offer, as well. And uh, you know, smaller businesses operating in, uh, you know, particularly rural locations, it's vital that they that they do survive because, you know, when you know international visitors come back, these are the sorts of businesses that uh, that people will want to go to, and and and, uh, you know, these are the businesses that uh, that make the holiday experience for uh, for so many people. Exactly, and. What have been the key successes in the last three months? 
Um, so I think working with the Scottish Government, I think we have reached a point where there's uh, a much greater understanding of the importance of, uh, of hospitality. And we've now seen that reflected in the, uh, the new structure of uh, what was the tourism team within the Scottish Government. So they've now, it's now the tourism and hospitality team and we have a dedicated official now sort of leading on, uh, on hospitality issues. So that's a, a very positive step forward because it kind of brings uh, hospitality out of the kind of shadow of uh, tourism and sort of gives it its own standing um, in that team. And that's uh, also part of the kind of work that's been going on through the uh, the hospitality task force as well. So these are the regular meetings with the government to sort of, you know, make the case for uh, for hospitality. So so that's that's a success. Um, I think engagement with ministers as well. Obviously, we had an election here in Scotland uh, at the start of May. So there's been a lot of engagement uh, already with uh, relevant ministers and, uh, and cabinet secretaries and right up to uh, a meeting with the first minister um, within uh, I think my first uh, three weeks of, uh, of being in the role. So so I would certainly sort of, you know, uh, put all those things forward as, as successes and, uh, you know, have that's really provided the opportunity to ensure that the uh, the new administration understands the the importance of hospitality and the what uh, we need from our politicians for the months ahead so so from a from a sort of a policy public affairs side of things those are those are those have been absolutely kind of key and uh, and critical um for me i think I've, I've spent quite a bit of time trying to build up the profile as well for uk hospitality scotland uh, so a lot more activity on social media than we had before, which has been good. Quite a bit of uh, media uh, exposure, um, certainly in the in the press and also on radio and TV as well. So uh, that's, I think, created a lot more standouts um, for uh, not just the organisation, but also for our members as well, uh, which has been critical just in terms of actually sort of getting getting the points across, getting the arguments across, welcoming the changes and the developments that have happened and the loosening of restrictions, but also being able to kind of highlight the uh, the ongoing um, challenges as well. That's been absolutely key. As the sector has begun to reopen, we've seen challenges around uh, recruitment and um, UK Hospitality Scotland was involved in a, uh, a campaign that was funded by the Scottish Government to push for recruitment into the sector. So that's a big win that released £100,000 of Scottish Government funding for uh, a social media campaign aimed principally at uh, a younger audience, encouraging them to come into uh, to roles in hospitality. So it's, it's kind of uh, two uh, twofold um, reason for that. One is obviously to deal with the immediate challenges, but the other is to you know try and change um, some of the uh, perceptions out there about uh, what jobs in hospitality mean and involve and so on. So so that's that's been running for the last few weeks. Has been successful in terms of reaching reaching the audience and engaging with uh, with member businesses as well, and uh, some very positive feedback um, coming from that. But there's more more to be done um, on that because we are facing. You know, an ongoing and uh, in some places acute uh, recruitment uh, recruitment challenge. Uh, I've also worked very closely with Food Standards Scotland uh, because they've got uh, quite a lot of work coming down the track, which is going to impact on on hospitality businesses potentially. So I've been building closer relationship with them, so I can actually 
understand more about their work, their priorities, and uh, ensure that they actually understand where uh, UK Hospitality Scotland is in the uh, in the conversations around things like labelling on menus, around calories, fat, salt, sugar levels, uh, and so on, and and also on uh, PPDS as well, which is uh, fast approaching us on the. Uh, on the 1st of October. So it's so a lot of work with them there to actually sort of make sure that there's guidance available for uh, for our member businesses and hospitality businesses more uh, more widely. So I mean I, I think those are probably the kind of key things which have come come through in the in the uh, in the first the first months. Um, but you know crucially you know we, we're still uh, managing the uh, the impact of the pandemic and uh, still you know a big part of the role is actually sort of looking at uh, potential challenges that may emerge over the autumn. And on the food side of things, is that one of the priorities for UK Hospitality Scotland for the autumn then? Yeah, so with PPDS coming in on the 1st of October, that's uh, that's a key a key challenge to make sure that businesses are aware of the of the new law and what uh, what their obligations are under that law. Uh, I think that's kind of got a little bit lost in the pandemic to a certain extent. Um, Food Standards Scotland, are, I think, are now sort of running to try and catch up, really, to sort of get uh, information out into the the hands of uh, the hands of businesses. The uh, Food Standards Scotland they published a strategy um, at the end of May, and uh, then a, a new corporate plan shortly after that. So they are very much sort of targeting the out of home eating um, area, and they're sort of seeing that as the as where they want to sort of focus attention right now and uh, encouraging uh, businesses to um, to label calories and so on, on on their menus. Now, we do have a new minister who's come in for public health and uh, and that minister's yet, I think, yet to decide on sort of, you know, what the Scottish government actually wants to do um, on these uh, on these issues. So there's going to be, you know, some conversations with uh, with the public health minister about uh, the, uh, the the aspirations of Food Standards Scotland and uh, and what that would mean for uh, for businesses that are still in uh, sort of uh, survival mode really and you know what we don't want to further burdens of time and uh, money and uh, other resources being used for for things which uh, ultimately may have uh, no impact anyway. And are there other priorities that that we're going to be looking at going forward? Yeah, so recruitment will continue. Um, I think that's uh, that's going to be there for uh, for some time. Um, and uh, had a, a roundtable session with the skills minister um, as well as the economy minister a few weeks ago, and uh, they are now engaging with the UK government to uh, look at um, some of the solutions for uh, some of the recruitment challenges in Scotland. Ultimately. We do have a relatively small population in Scotland, um, particularly around population of working age as well. So uh, so a lot of businesses certainly benefited from uh, freedom of movement and EU nationals coming to work in Scotland. And that, that has certainly impacted on the ability of a number of businesses to actually operate uh, fully now that we've left the, uh, the EU. So recruitment will continue to be a challenge. and. Uh, Working with Skills Development Scotland, Scottish Tourism Alliance, and the hospitality industry um, in its widest sense, we will be sort of you know continuing to kind of push for um, uh, more people to consider careers in uh, in in hospitality. So that's that's one key priority for the the coming months. 
the other one as well is uh, to make sure that the Scottish Government continue to kind of lift restrictions, uh, those restrictions that remain in place, which are uh, burdensome to uh, to hospitality businesses. And, you know, I will be sort of, you know, working very closely with the Scottish Government as well and uh, with their clinicians to let them know about, um, you know, the potential impact of any further restrictions that may emerge over the, the autumn and winter period and the uh, the impact that that would have on uh, on hospitality businesses. Ultimately, it's all about the resilience of uh, the industry. So that's going to be a big focus for the next uh, the next months as well. So we'll hopefully start to move into you know sort of proper recovery for businesses, but then actually kind of look at as a part of that as to how we actually avoid um, you know a devastating impact on the uh, on the sector again. Um, we've also got uh, the issue of short-term lets as well in Scotland, which has kind of come, uh, it's rising on the political agenda. Scottish Government wants to introduce a licensing scheme for short-term lets uh, across Scotland, which we are supportive of because we've long argued that there needs to be a level playing field for, um, for all accommodation providers in Scotland. And uh, we feel that uh, the introduction of this legislation, which should happen this autumn, is, uh, is, is beneficial and is fair. And we're making the case to government that, uh, that they should proceed with their plans to introduce a licensing scheme. So those are, the, those are, those are some of the priorities for the, for the next months. And I'm sure there'll be other things which will, will come up as we, uh, as we kind of move through the, through the autumn period. Yeah, well, there's a lot there already and a lot I think we could delve into a little, a little deeper and, and discuss in more detail, which I'm sure that the listeners would want to know about and exactly what that would mean for their business and how we would be supporting the businesses across Scotland. But unfortunately, we have run out of time, so we'll have to save that for a later date. Thank you, Leon, for taking your time today for filling us in on what's been happening in Scotland. Uh, we'll be launching a fortnightly podcast with Leon, which will look at uh, what's happening in Scotland, what it will mean for businesses and so on. Um, so I do hope that those listening will tune in on Thursday, the 16th of September, when we launch that podcast. Leon, if there's anything you want to follow up on before we let you go. Well, I think I would just say that um, I'm always keen to hear from members about the issues, the challenges um, that they're facing, or indeed even if they just want to make uh, make contact with me if we haven't had a chance to speak yet, then uh, I'm always available. So uh, so please do uh, get in touch. And if you are a UKH member and want to stay informed, keep an eye out on the UK Hospitality Scotland bulletins, where we provide members with details on the latest developments and things that will be important for your business. So for more information on how to become a member if you're not a member or to hear more about your membership benefits, please email membership at ukhospitality.org.uk. And if you have any questions that have been discussed on the podcast today or you have suggestions for the future podcast on the one we'll be launching on the 16th do email info at ukhospitality.org.uk and just put podcast in the subject line and we will have a look at that for you once again thank you leon for joining us today and i hope listeners who are interested in hearing more will join us on the 16th in the meantime don't forget as leon mentioned we do have a twitter account the handle is at ukh scotland make sure you follow us on there and you can also join our facebook group which is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash hospitality scotland and join us there for future conversations thank you leon and uh, we'll speak to you next month that's great thank you very much